0: Uh, I'm Jules.
1: I'm Sophia, and this is the, the Austin Ar- Arc.
0: Woo! So today we are talking once again about *Pride and Prejudice*, a novel by Jane Austen. I don't have the Wikipedia page in front of me right now, um, but my bunny rabbit will help me remember, right, Bean? Yeah. Um, it was published in 1813, yes? Yes. Ooh, yeah, Got it. And at the time by the author of Sense and Sensibility. Later, Jane Austen revealed and was like, yes, this is me. You are welcome, world. And we're like, yes, we are very welcome to have you. <laughs> and let's see. The book um, is mostly focused on um, the Bennett family and their daughters, um, mostly From the narrative of Elizabeth, but we also have Jane, Mary, Kitty, and Lydia. Did I forget anybody?
1: Nope, you got them all.
0: Wow, ooh, got it. Um, and they're let's see, social forays into love and the world around them, and uh, mostly the romantic. Um, endeavors of Elizabeth, Jane, and Lydia, most notably. Um, anything else you would like to add in?
1: Um, yeah. the let's see, the ages of the characters in the book. Um, Elizabeth is twenty. Um, Jane is twenty-two. Um, let's see. Mary is probably eighteen or nineteen ish Kitty is seventeen and Lydia is fifteen, mm-hmm. and then Darcy is twenty eight and Charles Bingley is probably around that same age yeah um yeah, huh. so that's those are the ages uh of the people we're dealing with. Um, And Mr. Darcy would be making about a million dollars a year if he were alive now. So Is that U.S., I'm assuming? Yeah, USD, USD. Um, as of 2018. So we'll see how much the pound conversion would have changed since I think it fell. But, you know, roughly a yeah. million dollars. Roughly a million dollars
0: making that money or inheriting
1: that money, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean he runs an estate, so I guess, you know, the farmers that who's, who are working his land, I guess he makes money off of them, so yeah. I guess that's true as well. We watched uh 2003's Pride and Prejudice a Latter-day comedy. Um, It was an independent movie directed by Andrew Black and produced by Jason Fowler. The screenplay was written by Anne Black, Jason Fowler, and Catherine Swigert and was set in modern-day Provo, Utah. (laughs) Of course it was. Um, Some of the bigger players are Cam Heskin as Elizabeth Bennett. Orlando Seal as Will Darcy, Carmen Rasmussen as Charlotte, who actually only appears in like one scene in this entire thing. Yeah, Uh, like literally one scene. Ben Gurley as Charles, Lucia, Lucila Sola as Jane Vasquez, um, and let's see, Henry McGuire as Jack Wickham, and Hubble Palmer as as William Collins who I very firmly believe deserves some sort of award for this role. <laughs> um maybe a Razzie, but you know, yeah. something to mark his his work. Um But yeah, so I guess and then the big thing about this movie is that the Bennetts are not sisters but housemates. Um and like I said, they're all in Utah, but still Will, uh, Will Darcy is like inexplicably still British. <laughs> like everybody yeah. else is American, <laughs> and he's still British. Um, they're all, it says they're all college students, but Elizabeth says she's 26 in this. So I'm assuming like masters, like post-grad stuff, you know, or she's just like a super, 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 super senior. Um, <laughs> I don't know.
0: You can- this is really I don't know we can d- get into it, but it it seems unclear to me either way, uh,
1: and they are all super uh mormons <laughs> We're all talk super about church Mormon. all the time, the Bible, just the whole shebang,
0: the whole shebang, yeah. getting married, yeah.
1: Getting... Going forth and multiply is a line oh, that was...
0: Multiply and cheat
1: ...multiple times in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, the quote we are starting off with is from Darcy in chapter six of the book. A lady's imagination is very rapid. It jumps from admiration to love, from love to matrimony in a moment. Um... Which is, marriage is a huge part of this. Actually, like, almost more than I would say any of the period pieces that we've seen so far. Just because, like, it's set in modern times. And so you would expect there to be some sort of talk about dating and, like, boyfriends and stuff like that. But no, it's all very much, like... You know, marriage, 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 marriage. Um, And maybe part of that is because they're all super religious, but, like, at the same time, I don't know. It was a little strange for me, at least, how obsessive they all were about this marriage thing. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It was, um, I
0: think, something that occurred to me in this version, at least, With that quote is the fact that in other versions, it's often um, Mrs. Bennett who's kind of driving that, um, like necessitating the, the marriage, and it was, I think it was more talked about for sure, number one, and also like more of the focus from the characters was on marriage, and so there was, like, that difference, too, um, in terms of, like, who was driving, like, oh, we need to get married, we need to settle down, we need to find a man and provide a home for him, you know. Those those were more or less the phrases thrown around.
1: Yes. Um, Yes. Uh yeah, and I think also yeah, a large part of that moving force is definitely I think Lydia, but also there's this weird plot device of the book called Oh my gosh, I don't know, I don't remember the exact name of it, but the they refer iron to Iron Carriage no no
0: the pink pink book oh the i think it was
1: the pink bible something like that you know i feel like that wasn't its official name i think that's just what everybody called it Well, well um so yeah anyway it's that's how i remember it though is also the pink bible um but yeah there's that it's kind of like telling them how it serves the like kind of the same role as Mrs. Bennett and it's telling them like oh you should act like this you should dress like this otherwise you're never going to get a man Um, Yeah. so but also you know yeah Lydia also does that there's like the scene where like Jane and Elizabeth are super depressed and wrapped up in blankets and clearly haven't showered for days and like (laughs) kind of may have died and Lydia's like you are never going to get a man like this get up we're going grocery shopping
0: (laughs) yeah I think there's like a couple of scenes that like at least Jane brings up marriage
1: which is kind of an
0: interesting play to me
1: Yeah, there's like she and Bingley have been going out for like I don't know like a month or something like that, and then she's like, "He's the one, he's the one." Like, no, please calm down. All right, you (laughs) don't know, you don't know this man like that. You don't. But he's a good Mormon boy. Oh my gosh, he is. Which also, I have a question. Okay, so Jane is from Brazil, Venezuela, Venezuela. Okay. Why is she Mormon? Is there a big Mormon population down there? Like I mean, this is—I is, guess this
0: is like a disclaimer that we—I want to say at least, and maybe I can speak for you too. You can speak to yourself. Um, I don't know too much about the Mormon faith, other than it. I have some questions about it in general, and that it's the out of you know Utah, but other than that, I don't. Yeah, I had the same question. I was like, but why, why Venezuela? Am I, am I missing
1: something? Oh. Well, okay, and so here's, that's my question, too, is I think I've studied, like, Mormon history and have read some of the Book of Mormon, not a whole bunch, um, but it is, like, they believe in this guy named Joseph Smith who was American. So, like, Mormons are genuinely, they're generally concentrated around, um, you know, the United States. Of course, there's also missionary work, but in, in, for, as far right. as I know, Venezuela was never a huge draw for the missionaries. I feel like Mormon missionaries, at least, usually only ever went to Central America or to Africa or India, as it were, like, so yeah, I was just extremely confused. But also, she doesn't really seem like the type of person that would be connected to missionaries because she seems like she's from a pretty affluent family. I mean, you know, yeah.
0: yeah. I it was just one of those like interesting choices. I don't know if it's interesting, but it's a choice that we made. Um, and I yeah I, again I don't I don't know too much about how. Other than, you know, missionaries, they go all all over the world. I was like, maybe it's because
1: of that? I don't know. Yeah, I I really don't know. And I was super confused. I also, like, um, it made sense to me that Darcy was only there as Charles' friend and didn't go to church with them because... I have never, ever come across a Mormon British person. Um, But, yeah, I was just like, they're all, all so much of this stuff happens in the church. And, like, to be fair, they're, it's very subtle, the fact that they're Mormon. Like, most of it is just they're talking about church in general terms. And they're talking about the Bible in general terms. Like, this is definitely, like, there are Christian overtones, but the undertones are not, you know... The the it's the undertones that rely the Mormonism. Um, yeah. So this, I mean, this movie was super interesting. You know, like I think for that, when I was younger and I first watched it, I think I was in middle school. Um, probably when it first came out. Um, I didn't actually catch like I understood that they had gone to the church and stuff like that, but it wasn't until like rewatching it recently that I understood like how many religious references there, like, actually are in Mm. this movie. Um, Because Elizabeth, like, almost, she doesn't say it explicitly, but, like, she's got a flirtation going on with Jack Wickham, and she's like, well, I don't love you. And he's like, but, you know, he's, like, trying to kiss her whatever, and he's like, well, let's just go to Vegas and get married now. And it's it's kind of, like, implying that she's waiting until Mary – until marriage, you know.
0: Right. Mhm. Yeah. I agree. And there's also like I forget where in the baby was. <clears throat> I think it's pretty early on when they first meet um Charlie, cuz that's Bingley's name, Charlie, and Darcy that Jane throws in like, "Oh, and he's just a very spiritual man." I'm all like, "Huh. Okay." <laughs> Yeah, there's just, like, interesting, like, if you don't necessarily pay too close of attention to it, you can maybe miss it, but there's also some pretty evident, evident things, evident lines.
1: Well, and, and I will say, again, that, you know, the Lord has commanded us to, you know, go forth and multiply a line from Collins, really, just... Yep, that is sure a thing that the Bible says. I wouldn't use it to try and convince someone to marry you. But <laughs> but you you do you, friend. Yeah. I do just want to talk about Collins a little bit right now. Um oh, he yeah, was that. amazing. I absolutely love his character. I really don't like him, like in terms of the personality but I think just as like a comedic insert this guy was great you know like he's he exactly what I would picture Collins like in the modern day you know just kind of like not mean at all but like you know very oblivious to what the people around him want or societal norms Or even really fundamentally understanding the women he's talking to because he proposes to Elizabeth and then he proposes to Jane and then he proposes to Charlotte. And it's just like (laughs) all of these women because like he clearly wants the woman that he ends up with to drop out of school and just be his wife, you know, like he says that at one point and I'm just like. So why would you ask, like, three of the, of the more, like, go get women in your life <laughs> to marry you?
0: Yeah. Right? For sure.
1: Cause, like, and we do only see Charlotte in that one scene, but, like, she's very upbeat and, like, you know, she just seems, she's Elizabeth's classmate and she just seems so on top of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree.
0: And... Um, nope, lost the thought. Yeah, it, probably just along the same lines of, um, I agree that I don't necessarily like the Collins, but I like how Collins was Collins, like very clearly, like, uh, I don't know, my interpretation of Mr. Collins is a person who very much is kind of like you said very focused on his world and his sphere to the point where he is ignoring a lot of things beyond his like oh i need to do this i should be doing that this is good for i don't know either the lord or the metaphorical lady cassandra berg in the books
1: yeah, it's so funny because, like, you know, Collins in the book is a clergyman, but he talks about Lady Catherine de Bourgh way more than he talks about, you know, being basically, like, somebody whose role it is in life to guide his parishioners, you know, through, you know, godly lives or spiritual lives or I guess Christian, Christian lives. But in this one, it kind of like replaced that Lady Catherine de Berg with religion, which mm-hmm. is like more in line with having him be a, um, clergyman or a pastor, whatever he is in the book. Right. Which is, I think is really
0: an interesting move and maybe it wouldn't work in other,
1: other versions, other adaptations works for this one though. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Definitely a very awkward
0: man. In the best way.
1: Well, and it's just so sad too because Mary wants him. Oh Mary yeah. She wants that dick. She wants to be on like she is obsessed <laughs> with deep. him and he is like every woman but her. And it felt so bad for Mary because like, she is portrayed as someone who's deeply religious, as someone who is into kind of the more what we would think of as like traditional female roles. She's the only one in the movie like that and he, she's the last person Collins won. Hmm.
0: But, like, jumping forward, and maybe, like, spoilies for this movie, I really love that this movie puts them together at the end.
1: Fight me about it. No, I mean, I really do think that, you know, there's that really nice epilogue where it's like, and everybody lived happily ever after, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think really seeing Mary and Collins together is the best case scenario for me. Um, yeah. Because, like, even in the book it says, you know, Mary was probably the one woman who would have, like, gladly accepted his offer. And so to have them in a very strange world, but in a world nonetheless where they do end up together, you know, I'm a fan of that. Yep. Same.
0: Yeah. I feel like they're just, like, I um, think something that lizzie says in this movie is that um i forget the exact line but something along the lines of mary is every socially awkward person rolled into one which i kind of chuckled at and i would say that that's vaguely similar to how collins operates his life so just seeing these, you know, social disasters wind up together. I'm like, yeah, you did it,
1: kids. <laughs> yeah, and I especially like that, you know, and then the way that they show Mary, too, is that, like, her awkwardness is still endearing to her, you oh, yeah. know? Like, she gets up and she sings, um, <laughs> oh, my gosh, my Bonnie lies over the ocean, like, yeah, you when know, the power and it's just like, oh, I just wanted to take her off the stage, like bundle her into a blanket, take her off the stage, and then just give her a cup of tea. And just be <laughs> like, you know what? Cause like, she doesn't get it at first, and then she sees Collins mm-hmm. kind of turn away in disgust, and then she gets really upset. And then Lizzie is like, okay, I'm gonna go and save her, you know. Yeah. And it's sad, but at the same time, it's like, she just didn't understand, you right. know?
0: Right. Yeah, I think what's really beautiful about that scene in particular is that Mary looks at the, um, whatever it is, the Pink Bible, is what I'm going to call it right now, and reads the text that says something about, like, don't hide your talent under the bushel. And the fact that her loudly singing Bring Back My Bonnie" is her talent is just delicious. It's great. Yeah.
1: And, well, and I think that was, too, was the, like, article that Collins was like trying to read to Elizabeth to convince her to be like a better woman or whatever. Um which was definitely gross in a very Collins <laughs> yeah. way. Um but yeah it's it's funny because <laughs> I don't know. They they give Mary a makeover say, scene, like, almost at the end of the movie. Yeah. But they don't really. She looks the same. They just, like, brush her hair and put contacts in. Ooh. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, yeah, that's a completely different person. And then Collins is interested. He's like, with glasses? No. Without glasses? Yes.
0: <laughs> right. It's like the, um, oh, God, what is that movie with Freddie Prince Jr.? She's all that? Like as soon as you you know take off the glasses, you're like <gasps> gasp, and you're like it's the same. It's fine. It's the same person though.
1: I know, and like well, at least you know with that movie they gave her an outfit redo or whatever. But Mary is literally in the same clothes.
0: Yeah, wonderful.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I and I I really do enjoy this movie. It's very, very strange. Oh yeah. But sure. it's it's cute, you know? I, yeah. I I
0: enjoy its ridiculousness for sure. Yeah. Oh gosh. I mean something that I forgot about this movie, and this is like moving on completely, is that there's like these use um text overlays
1: Oh yeah.
0: Weird backgrounds. We can get more into that if we really need to, but it's like funky 2000s early wallpaper vibes. Not great aesthetically. But they have um Jane Austen quotes that maybe relate to the next couple of scenes. Not always, not, not very always. clear. <laughs> not super clear. But like maybe Oh, I think the the first time that came, I was like,
1: "Oh, I forgot about that." But there it is. Yeah, it was um certainly interesting. Oh well, yeah, for sure, a very interesting way to
0: I don't know transition in from like one one part of the movie to another. And
1: you know what really killed me is that it didn't, those didn't always make sense either. Like, sure. you know, they would be bringing up something and I'd be like, this this is only like tangentially related, you know? Like, this is totally not what the the book is talking about when it says it, even if it seems like it is.
0: Sure. Like, I'm I mean, struggling
1: to think of like an exact example, but I mean, a couple of times it was like, oh, Lord, how Silly Lydia and Kitty were, and then it cuts to Lydia and Kitty. And, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous what they're doing, but also, like, they're not being silly. They're, like, conniving to snatch up Bingley, so they plan- they're they planning on cutting a power line. Like, that's not, quote-unquote, silly behavior to me. That's very, like, conniving. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think that was
0: one of the ones in my brain that was, like, hmm. Okay, not not how we intended that to be, but I guess, maybe, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just a st- very strange movie. Very enjoyable, mm-hmm. but very strange. Sure, strange. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wish that they had, it's kind of like they rolled the Charlotte character into Jane, you know, yeah Um, so Jane definitely plays a much bigger role in this and um you know Wickham is there from the beginning (laughs) he's there from the beginning he and Elizabeth have this flirtation going on and then it's just like all of a sudden he knows Darcy like okay like how does Darcy know everybody in Utah (laughs) he is a British man Uh, he has that
0: cabin in the middle of the woods somewhere
1: yeah. Again, For why? No reason?
0: Oh, oh my no. gosh. Uh, yeah, the way that they like explain
1: things—explain
0: is a strong word. <laughs> this movie is very strange.
1: Now, I think Darcy says, "Although well, my mother loves coming to Utah, no one loves going <laughs> to Utah." Okay. <laughs> I have been to Utah several times. It's a nice place. It's very pretty, but I wouldn't say like, fuck yeah, we're going to Utah. Like, no. Okay.
0: Utah. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. There's, there's a couple cool things in Utah, but I wouldn't like go there all the time.
1: Well, and, and it's like, and it's one thing to go to like, you know, like Salt Lake City or whatever, but Provo? Yeah, yeah, Provo. Where is Provo? What is Provo?
0: Shoot. I don't know. Don't know if I care to know. Well,
1: you're about to find out because I am deciding to Google this. Ooh, yay. Let's see. It is... Well, actually, it looks like it's a suburb of Salt Lake. Um, So it does touch the lake a little bit. No. Nope. Never mind. It is south of Salt Lake City, on the edge of a very small lake called Lake Utah. Oh, um, sure. So it is not really near anything either. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Not not my
0: preferred place to you know wind up in my life. Probably. Yeah. Lydia's the landlord. I don't, she is I have stars. so many questions about that. How, what, why? I guess the only two things well, um, Lydia and Kitty are still related in this. Yes. Um, I didn't realize I didn't understand if Mary had any family connections or it was just like a miscellaneous roommate. Miscellaneous roommate. Sure. But I did like the fact that their
1: pug was named Austin. Yeah.
0: Great, 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 great.
1: It's funny because his real name, like the, the dog actor's real name, is Oscar. So, oh, hey. I wonder if he was just confused and thought everyone was calling him Oscar and just slightly <laughs> mispronouncing it. It's possible, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I guess one of the things that I really liked about this adaptation, though, is that like Lizzie has these like flash forwards of like. Stuff she wishes or thinks will happen, and then it goes back, and it's just like no, like. Mm-hmm. But they're always so badass. Like I wish she I know. through with them. Like she, like after she turns down Colin's marriage proposal, he, the on that Sunday, like he just like goes up and is obviously supposed to give some sort of like speech about the Bible. But instead, he just talks about, like, women not knowing what's good for them. And, you know, there's no reason why he should be turned down if he proposes to somebody. And the person that he proposed to is obviously just full of themselves. And she, like, gets up and she throws her Bible at him and it hits him square in the face. And the entire congregation gets up and is, like, clapping and cheering. And then, like, it just cuts to her just sitting and not doing anything. I was like, so that would be so great to see that—just her, just hurl the Bible and have it hit him square in the face. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. And I have, I have a note about it.
0: There's two <laughs> flashes in this movie where Elizabeth does a really fucking cool thing, and it turns out not to be reality. One is throwing the Bible at Collins' face when he's preaching that dumb sermon. And the other is throwing Darcy on water uh, water on Darcy's face when he's failing to propose or ask her out, I guess. Neither one of these are real, and yet I really fucking want them to be. Yeah.
1: I know, especially that scene in the restaurant, because he's, like, ripping apart her book. Oh, my gosh. And it's just, like... And I, I do have to say, like, on... To be a Darcy sympathizer, he didn't start off being mean towards her, you know. No. Like she was kind of like he pretty he must have like rightly critiqued her book, you know, and she did not like it, so she kind of snapped at him, and he roasted the bait. Um, but I mean, that's the thing with trying to get published though is that people are going to rip your book apart because they're going to be spending a lot of money on production costs and publishing and you know advertising like they want to make sure that it's going to be like a worthy business venture and she takes it personally um (laughs) and you know that's kind of so yeah i agree i really wish that she could have thrown the water in his face but i do want to be fair to darcy and be like he wasn't being that much of an ass in that scene. I mean, definitely when he first asked her out in the bookstore that I was like, um, you should hit him with a book, but she did not.
0: She did not. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, well, I guess in the, um, the critiquing scene (laughs) with Darcy, she does like attempt to throw the water. Fails miserably.
1: Um, she like knocks it over on yeah. her manuscript.
0: Classic. Um,
1: yeah, but I I would
0: agree with you. I feel like I don't know, my understanding of folks <clears throat> in the editorial process is you gotta if you want your book published, you you probably gotta edit it.
1: You know. Yeah, and she was like. Oh, you know, this is my 10th draft, and I was thinking to myself, girl, when I wrote my bachelor's thesis, which was, like, only 50 pages, I did, like, 20 revisions, and you're trying to write a book to sell to people, like, the only people that read my, my thesis were my professors, like... <laughs> I I personally did not care how it how readable it was as long as the grammar was okay. And in this like you you know you're giving it to a publishing company like you're going to get more rewrites. Like come on. <laughs> yeah, and at like
0: one point uh Darcy makes this comment about oh that that word whatever it is is misspelled. You can't, you can't be mad at somebody editing a book if there's, or whatever it is, if there's misspellings or grammar
1: things. It's just, like, I don't know. Calm yourself. Yeah, although I did feel for her when Darcy was like, "Your you know, your prose is, like, too flowery at points. And I'm like, listen, Darcy, we've all fallen into that trap, okay? <laughs> like, come on, yeah. come on. We've all written a book or two. <laughs> yeah. We've all experienced flowery pearls. Yeah. Nobody said that to Shelley, I bet, and he made a ton of money. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, Percy flat with Shelly. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I so yeah, I mean there's just like a bunch of stuff in this movie. Like Darcy was a lot more sympathetic than I think he has been made out to be in other you know adaptations like yeah he's kind of a jerk tr- a jerk but it, you know from the very beginning it states like this man is just socially awkward and doesn't know how to talk to people right you know, yeah,
0: yeah. i feel like uh this this darcy <clears throat> is not necessarily socially awkward it's it's just kind of like He's just there, and Elizabeth just makes a snap judgment and sticks with it.
1: Well, especially the Beast. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to say because pretty early on into this, um, there's the. I don't know, Elizabeth and Jane are running, and they see um, Charlie and Will, Darcy, playing tennis, and. Darcy, like, semi-casually offers Elizabeth a tennis lesson. I'm like, okay. And also makes the comment, like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about fine eyes. It's Elizabeth then is surprised. That no one, probably. Except <laughs> <laughs> <Up> to Caroline. Except <laughs> <Up> to Caroline. <laughs> um, like, that was, like, pretty pretty early on when, in
1: canon, it's, you know, it takes, takes a little bit to get there. Yeah, I mean, but he is, like, I mean, he definitely does do jerk things, like, his whole asking her out, and then he's making, he makes fun of Mary, to which I was like, you shut your (laughs) mouth, do not besmirch Mary like that, but, like, at the same time, he also is, like, you know, he's not as outright rude as... Like you said, like, he offers to give her tennis lessons. Like, that's not something I think Book Darcy would do. I think Book Darcy would be like, well, damn, that sucks, and then, like, walk away, you know? (laughs) Yeah. At least
0: not until, you know, maybe towards the very end.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like, once he figures out he's in love with Elizabeth, he'd definitely be, like, tripping over himself, but, like, that early on in their relationship he'd be like, Hmm, that means you are not accomplished and then just walk away. <laughs> well <laughs> I'm better than you, bye. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So interesting. I feel like there was something else about on this topic that I wanted to bring up. I'll see. A lot of notes about Wickham.
1: Oh, we'll get back to that
0: uh, one. Wickie boy, Wickie boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a different one. No, I guess it did not. There's some other notes that we definitely need to talk about, though.
1: Well, I mean, do you want to start with Wickham?
0: Oh, God, sure. I mean, like, my first note is that he's a douche nozzle, so, I mean, we could start there.
1: Uh, yes, I would agree with that assessment of him. Um, Yeah. He just keeps pressuring Elizabeth, and she keeps saying no, but he he just is like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, and then, like, the next time he sees her, is like, you want to bang it? You want to
0: bang? You want to bang? Ugh, incessant, this this person is um yeah it's like oh, you love me right you want to get married <laughs> and i'm like mm, no
1: and she, she's like no i don't love you and he's like you're gonna break my heart and she's like half great right.
0: yeah right
1: i like i don't
0: understand why elizabeth is friends with him number one number two is like very clear that she is not interested and in he keeps fucking asking about it I'm like, mm. Also, he has these like very troubling lines like in the scene where they're playing pool together. He describes himself as relatively disease free. Ew. Oh. Ew. That's that's not an endearing trait. And he just like says it as as it as if it is.
1: Like what does that even mean? Does it mean you have herpes? Does <sighs> it mean that you had chlamydia, but had it successfully
0: treated? Like right? I, I don't know, but it's it's troubling anyway you put it. Like okay, so you like want to like get into Elizabeth's pants, and you're saying this to get in there, but no, ew, ew,
1: yeah. And then he's got this very, very clear gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always True. wanting to place bets on stuff, you know, and he never has any money. And I'm just like, and he's always wanting to go to Las Vegas. I'm like, please put these three <laughs> things together, Elizabeth. But she's like, no, you know, he's my friend, blah, blah, blah. Friend.
0: Yeah, like, says, oh, when you find someone, she'll be a lucky girl to her. I'm like, why would you say this? why would you say this out loud to the world? That is not, that is not true Ew. you. He has given you no indication as to that being true ever in this movie. Yuck. I like-
1: yeah, it really, it really is just a big question mark for me. She does a lot of stuff where I feel like, I, I mean, I'm 27, and I feel like a lot of the choices she makes, I'm just like, girl, we're not, right. well, we're not 20 anymore. Like, come on.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I guess this is another note I have. Lizzie describes Wickham as, quote, okay when he keeps himself. Whoa, hold on, okay when he keeps his hands to himself. Yeah. I mean, that's not a good bar
1: to have. Can you say a warning sign? Ding. Yeah, Jesus, no, that's yeah,
0: I think you were saying something about like being i don't know twenty six I feel like my hope for anybody at twenty six is if you see this type of person who is quote unquote okay when he keeps his hands to himself, no, leave. Get out of there.
1: Yeah, cause I will say one thing about men who cannot keep their hands to themselves at any point in time, they will inevitably keep, not keep them, their hands to themselves all the time at some point. Nope. It will get worse and worse and worse, and you do not need that in your life. Nope. So. As the incomparable JoJo says,
0: get out, leave, right now. See <laughs> you me. in <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Oh gosh. That's all good. Yeah, I guess this is like going back to your thing about Darcy being the Brit- one British person. Um, initial note says, does this movie ever explain why Darcy is British? And Charlie is American. Viewers need to know. Then a couple ones down. Um, Charlie apparently met Darcy in California. Doesn't really explain too much more. Still need to know what what kind of business were they doing?
1: Because Darcy owns a publishing house, and Charlie makes music for dogs. But that how does how does that align? I don't. I still don't
0: know where. No, but
1: I mean, that's my thing, though, is that like, how do those two intersect? Where do they intersect? Was it was Charles going to write a biography or I guess autobiography? Was like now I want that to be a thing. (laughs) Was Dorothy going to branch out into the music business? Like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Gosh, I feel like maybe it was uh, a strange networking event. I feel like. You seem like a reasonable person. Maybe let's be friends now, and
1: then they were like, "Oh, you're stupidly rich. I am also stupidly rich. <laughs> Let us be friends. Let
0: us be friends." Wow.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: So strange.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Caroline like marries like some eighty. 80- Oh my god. 80 year old billionaire with a heart condition who lives to be, like, at least until he's, like, 100. Yeah. And they have, like, three kids together. So, so interesting, that one. Very strange. Very
0: strange. Okay. This is another, um, not related question, but a question. Charlie Eppen leaves to do research on a native american bear maybe i didn't hear this right but still no. burial, site. Burial, burial site
1: burial site i heard yeah. bear no. wow. <laughs> I was like what is, no. what is happening
0: right now
1: he gets which i mean there's still a lot of questions there but he got permits to go look at like native american artifacts at the bottom of some lake somewhere um, like yeah, a burial crown. No, it it doesn't make sense, but that is that is what he was doing. Sure. Yeah. I I'm still I'm baffled
0: by this version of Charles Bingley.
1: But he also does all this other weird stuff too. Yeah.
0: He writes you know, music for dogs. That works on a lot of breeds, but not German Shepherds. Yeah, that will become least... relevant later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at least not Wagner for the vicious, I guess. Wagner for the vicious. Yeah, um, and
0: then later makes jazz for cats, swillikers, and also maybe his I don't know, a budding archaeologist. Who knows? Who
1: is this man? Yeah. Who is he? All I know is that Jane, Jane Vasquez loves him very much. That's all I know. I think I have a note
0: somewhere in here that he's, he's a, he's very much a himbo.
1: Oh, very much so. Very much so. (laughs) Just like a a
0: pure sweet soul that knows nothing. (laughs) yeah, Charlie makes Mozart music for dogs, yeah, of course you do bed is a note that I have <laughs> <laughs> of course you do, yeah, of course, oh gosh, I have some notes in here about
1: music choices in this. Oh man, middle school me loved the soundtrack, not to lie. Yeah. I mean there
0: was definitely some like very iconic songs. But there was you know, when they went to the party at the very beginning of the movie, there's like Spanish maybe music that plays when Charlie sees Jane and I had a note about that. That just is like Spanish music? Question mark? Exclamation point?
1: Okay. <laughs> He's clearly overcome with Latin vibes when he meets <laughs> <laughs> <Latin died>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sure. just like a little racist. Just like That's, a little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a little problematic. Oh, gosh, I have a song, like, a note about, oh, yeah, the music in this, especially the montage when Lizzie and Jane and everybody are getting back in their grooves or a lot. Yes, true. Oh, gosh, so there's, I feel like there's a note somewhere about the music. That they had when they went to Las Vegas but apparently I didn't write it down I just thought of that as a lot in my head but I don't remember what it really did to
1: I just remember that music kind of being a little bit at least on the way there like very like you know upbeat and then on the way back when she's in her wedding dress just being like very sad yeah mm-hmm and then they forgot Charlie at the gas station. I
0: know. Rude. I <laughs> he was... like
1: ran. Yeah, he sort of like ran it. down the Las Vegas oh
0: streets.
1: I know, oh and I was gosh. like, well I was like, Jane, how do you let this happen? You know? <laughs> Cause they were like all over each other in the back seat and then they stopped to get gas and all of a sudden she's like, oh, who? Charles, <laughs> <Disney-Hombs>, like, what? <laughs>
0: Oops, never heard of him.
1: <laughs> and then oh, Lizzie shit. is like, I feel like we're forgetting something. And then she's like, <laughs> oh like my a God. Just whole ass person. <laughs> Just a whole ass person. Which I, I have never done that before, but I guess has happened. I know in season two of Queer Eye, they left Anthony at a oh, gas station. Poor Anthony.
0: <laughs> that was pretty funny yeah i mean the whole of like las vegas is just oh my gosh so much and i love it very much because it's very ridiculous um scenes that happen pretty much in succession i have these notes jack and darcy fight in the chapel great Charlie helping Darcy to escape, getting arrested by playing music for dogs, which makes the German shepherds attack people. Sure. Darcy running through Las Vegas with handcuffs on. Darcy getting hit by Lydia's car. Darcy and Lizzie making out. This is this movie. Amazing. Yep.
1: <laughs> that is that is literally how it ends. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, beyond the fact that you
0: know. Mary and Collins' get together. My note for that is honestly good for them. Yeah. Let's also discuss the fact that they went on a reenaction at Honeymoon. Because. And-
1: <laughs> pure. <laughs> yeah. That, that was. That detail was cute. I, I thought what was also cute was that they're like, after a long courtship, like, yeah, slow down, kids. Take your time. Just slow down.
0: The institution also, of
1: marriage isn't going anywhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. Mm mm-hmm. Also, I may have misheard this. This is like going into the end, but, um, Jan and Charlie moved to Venezuela, sure. And I, I didn't know if I heard correctly because I was trying to like multitask and, um, you know, half listening. I'm not sure if they had foster children or like build a foster home or something uh,
1: along those lines. They built, uh, an orphanage. Oh, they built an orphanage. Okay, I was like, what about this, these children? Yeah, no, they built an orphanage and I think adopted a bunch of kids. I think was. Oh, okay. There the line go. there. I was like, <laughs> oh, sure, sh- sure, I guess. It's so funny because like. Jane has this wonderful adventure and then it's like, yeah, and Lydia never married and wrote a best selling book and <laughs> Kitty became this famous person. And, cheerleader? famous oh, yeah. Cheerleader. What? And, <laughs> yeah. Like she had always dreamed of like, since when? Since when does she have her own dreams? Come on, let's be real. <laughs> um, but yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was super funny because I was like, and then it comes to Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bennett and she's like, Still in school. Got to introduce Darcy to my parents. And I'm just oh, like, okay. Yeah. Just like, that. oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, Darcy convinced the people to let him out of jail. I'm like, oh gosh, this movie. Because he gets arrested, and goes to jail.
1: Hilarious. Yeah, but he's rich, so it's fine. He the charges will stick. Fine. Yeah. Charges will not stick. It's fine. Jeez. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like the the only other notes I have in this are all about fashion. Oh, fashion.
1: Yeah, wow. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't know if I have a whole lot to say about it other than that was definitely peak early 2000s fashion for me. Yep. I mean, that's, that's
0: a large majority of it for sure. Um, here are some notes I have Charlie has a western shirt on at the party where he meets Jane and all classic question mark (laughs) confused about that Um, Lizzie's outfit at the party is sort of a floral see-through tracksuit and confused
1: about that one too Jane wears, I've noticed actually kind of that they color coded the characters, like Mary is constantly wearing like a yellow, uh, Jane is wearing red, Elizabeth wears blue, Kitty wears pink, or not Kitty, Lydia wears pink, Kitty wears kind of like also pink, but with like more shades of different colors. I thought that was actually pretty interesting.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Like somebody put, somebody put thought into that. You thought about this choice, yeah?
0: Oh, this is a miscellaneous note that doesn't have to do with fashion, but is still a question I have. Why does this version of Elizabeth cut Collins's hair? I have never been more confused in my life. Oh yeah, uh, she's
1: she, she's like, you paid me to cut your hair. I was like, Elizabeth. <laughs> This answers none of my questions. What the fuck? Uh, Now I have more questions. I have so many more questions. Oh my god, girl, what the hell? What is is this? What? What do you mean? Cut hair? Was she running some sort of like basement operation where like she paid for her twenty years of college? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh gosh. Or 20 years of weird Mormon college. Shoot, yeah.
0: Um,
1: and she teaches Bible study at some point? I was very... Sh- who knows, man? Sure, who who knows. knows? Not me, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of um, early 2000s fashion. I mean, yeah, agreed. i like very interesting, bold shirts and outfits. And like, hmm, would it make that choice? But it is the 2000s. And we did then make that then.
1: Yeah. I mean, and who's to say, really, if we were the ages that we are now in the 90s, what we would have done or wouldn't have done? You know? Yeah. Yep. Like, I I'd like... To to think that I would have a little bit more sense than that, but also, you know, I was super into flare jeans, so probably not. <laughs> yeah,
0: flare jeans and arrow pastel—that was that was the look,
1: man. Oh man, yeah. Boys <laughs> with like three different collars on. Oh yeah.
0: hmm All of them popped.
1: Yeah. Sure. All every single one. Every one of them. There was not a single collar left unpopped during those years. <laughs> yeah. Just like No Man Left Behind. <laughs> no collar left
0: unpopped. Yes. Yeah. I guess the only other note that I have in here is the place where Elizabeth goes to meet the publisher is called Rosings. Of course it is. And of course Darcy is there. <laughs> oh man. Also okay, so there's D and G publishing. Who is the G? Is that
1: who is it? Gardner. Gardner. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's what okay. I'm assuming. I mean I don't know that for certain, but that's the only G that's mentioned in the book, so Yeah. Sure.
0: Makes sense to me. I was just like, Georgiana, but Georgiana is not named Georgiana.
1: Oh, she's eupheminia.
0: Eupheminia, yeah. Something weird like that.
1: I know, it's like, why can't you just keep Georgiana? Like, why is that? Why do you have to change that specific detail?
0: Because Darcy explains to, I guess, Elizabeth and to the audience that the parents had weird naming things. Yeah,
1: but is? I don't know. I feel it's like William. that's been explained away by just saying, oh, it's a family name, you know? Sure,
0: I mean it. It is in Canada. <laughs> it is.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. In Canada, it is literally a family name. Yeah. No. Anywho, those are the choices that
0: we're making.
1: Like, I think the part part of the reason why I enjoy it so much is because it is very, you know, like Jane Austen fan based,
0: but oh, it yeah. is not
1: great. <laughs> No. So I enjoy the fan service, but that's about it. Yeah. There's some like enjoyable, laughable moments for sure in this too. Oh, for sure. I mean it's not it's not bad, it's just not really good either, yeah. you know. Yeah, no. For sure. I'm
0: trying to look back through my notes to see if there's anything else. Um oh yeah, I think you mentioned the scene before about the the scene where Lizzie and Jane eating ice cream. oh, um, yeah, my note is like that is yeah, not existing for a week, and eating junk food is absolutely a mood, I jealous, mm-hmm.
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that's a that's a lifestyle I would like to live, but you know we don't always get what we want, no, so true. Also
0: that put me into the question of like what what does Jane do? Like does she have
1: a job? Is she I, a student? Yeah, she's a student. There's um when Collins she she mentions that Collins ambushed her on her way to her Monday class when he proposes to her. Sure. Yeah. You know, perpetual students. Got it. it's, it's fine, I mean. I I not to brag or anything, but I definitely finished school in a shorter time frame than being twenty six and still possibly getting my bachelor's degree. Yeah, yeah, you know.
0: Oh, I was thinking about grad school at that time. Yeah. I finished college.
1: Well, and to be fair, I know people. You know, if you're part time or whatever, like it'll take longer. Or if you go to school not straight out of high school. But it really seems like Elizabeth has just, she doesn't do, she works part-time at a bookstore. You know, she goes to a lot of classes. Like, it doesn't really seem like she put her life on hold or or something. I think it was just, like, honestly, lazy writing. (laughs) Yes. True. I said it. There we go. You can (laughs) at me and fight me if you want. But that is my opinion.
0: Yes. And also uh, it's just one of those things like it just makes as much sense as anything else in this movie, my like, it it doesn't. So yeah, please writing.
1: Yep. Oh. Lizzie writing a book called The Iron Carriage? That is not a romance, Jules. It is not a romance. It's not a romance. She doesn't know how many times she has to explain to people. (laughs) Like, listen, if everybody thinks that it's a romance, I hate to break it to you, but it's a friggin' romance. (laughs) It sounds like a
0: romance when everybody else is talking about it.
1: I know, and she's like, she's a mechanical engineer. Can mechanical engineers not find love? Like... (laughs) You know, was... let them
0: fall in
1: love. <laughs> should, I... <laughs> should I hit up my sister and be like, hey, I heard e- women with engineering degrees don't get love. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, I am 100% sure if texts me and tell me to fuck right off. Like, <laughs> yeah, as, as you should. When people are like,
0: make definitive answers for your own life,
1: you know? Yeah. So. The quote that we have decided to leave you with today is said by Elizabeth, like in the first two seconds of the movie. um, It is a truth universally acknowledged that a girl of a certain age and in a certain situation in life must be in want of a husband.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. going back to that, pretty much every character has at least one line about, settling down and finding a man getting married
1: yeah is that a Mormon thing maybe I don't know. I, you know I don't I don't know I don't know I think probably the no sex before marriage part is at least a tenant of some sex of Christianity yeah um, sure. but in terms of like so I guess in that way, it does kind of make sense that uh people would want to be married early. But the obsession they seem to have with it is like, I don't know, a bit much, I guess.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a very, as we said before, hard, hard focus, especially from um, Lydia, I guess is the most vocal and pushy about it. But is also mentioned by...
1: i trying to think now. I think everybody else.
0: I yeah. Think at least once.
1: <laughs> literally, literally everybody else talks about marriage at least once. Yeah. Especially Carolyn, who fakes her engagement. Yeah, jeez. That's the thing that
0: happens in this. Like, oh, Degrassi did didn't talk to you about this, so yeah, just casually drape my finger over it to show this ring.
1: I have done that before, never to make somebody else jealous, but to get myself out of awkward situations. But oh. like, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was uh, a little strange for me to witness. Bold, bold choices. Yeah, and then she's like... Darcy's like, oh, I have something to tell you, and she's like, oh, I know, congratulations. I was like, why would Darcy want you to tell you, want to tell you he's engaged when he's in cuffs? Like that is such a, I'm about to confess my feelings for you moment. Like what the?
0: Before I leave for jail, you must need, you must know, I'm engaged.
1: <laughs> I'm engaged. We're getting married this day. Uh, RSVP if you can. Like... You might be in jail
0: still, but like. See you
1: there. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. How I many mean, things to? The focus on the obsession with marriage. And um, when I get this, um, I think maybe like. Mm-hmm. Five and a quarter. Five out a quarter out of ten. Mm-hmm.
1: Scenes of Wicca being a douchebags. That's
0: fair.
1: So next time we are watching the 2004 Bollywood classic *Bride and Prejudice*.
0: Yay. Um,
1: starring Aishwarya Rai and I don't remember the actor who plays Will Darcy's name because he's not as important to me. But <laughs> um, it is going to be a good time. I'm very excited about it. I love that movie very much. Yeah, such a good movie. So good. Um. So yeah.
0: You can find us, shoot wherever fine podcasts are made. Um, including uh, let's see, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Google. I feel like there's one more that I'm missing.
1: Um, Radio Freedom, I think. Is that what sure. it's called? I don't, know. I don't know.
0: Wherever you're listening now, Spotify. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> and let's see what else. Um, you can, if you would like to, if uh, if it's if it's something that paddles your canoe, you can rate and review us on iTunes to help other people find us, that would be super cool, Um, and you can follow our shenanigans and postings on some social media platforms, Uh, and let's see, where are we, on Instagram, Tumblr, and uh, Facebook, that's the one I cannot think about apparently, yes. until later, um, at the Austin Archives. And uh, if you would like to leave us thoughts or opinions on any of those mentioned, that would be super cool. It's always nice to hear from you all. I haven't heard anything on my end, so I can't shout people out, which is sad. But let us know you're listening on those, or if you want to leave us some um, voice recordings on Anchor, that would be really cool to hear from all of y'all. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere that feels convenient to you.